how do you do it? Like, what is it? Like, so it was just a fun experience to talk about and promote and promote our athletic teams. We're so successful here and they deserve like, Field hockey won a national championship. Football made it to the final four. Like they deserve all the hype. And I'm happy that I could help just by doing it on the scoreboard. Hello and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today we're going to talk about the video board production at Cottstown University. We're joined by Marissa Bragg, a student athlete, as well as Renee Hellert, the, the athletic director on campus. They share how things have been going in the first year with the display, how the display opportunity came to be, and much more from behind the scenes of their production. And we're here today with Marissa and Renee. Marissa, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing good. Renee, how are you? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. All right. And we've got Matt Anderson sitting across <laughs> from me as always. Hello, everyone. All right, but um, we're here today to talk about Cutstown University and and kind of some of the things you've got going on there. But let's start first with Marissa and maybe talk about uh, your background and, and kind of what you're doing with the school. Yeah, so I'm a varsity student athlete for the women's lacrosse team. Um, I'm a goalie on the team. I'm a sophomore. Uh, I'm a double major, uh, sports management and cinema, television and media and I am the operator for our Dactronic scoreboard. Awesome. And is that, I know there's a lot of different things going on there because you got a lot of responsibilities. So it's always, um, you know, we call these origin stories, mm-hmm. if you will. But um, so you're, you're always around athletics, I could tell, right? So it's whether you're playing it or for other sports. Is it just kind of, I say your upbringing? Is your family always involved in sports or kind of what led you down this path? Yeah, my whole family's played sports. I played multiple sports growing up, but then narrowed it down to lacrosse for college. But I've always been around them, and I've always like watched them, even on weekends, even in my off time. So that's that's one sport you're involved in. But did you kind of always want to go into like video board production, or was <laughs> yeah. that even on your radar when you when you started school? When I started school, no. But after my intro to sports management class, yes. And then when Renee presented the idea for me, like I was all in. Is it one of those, it's always the behind the scenes type thing. Either you wonder how it's done or you see it done and then you want to be a part of it more. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Then maybe we'll throw it over to you, Renee. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what you do at the university and kind of how you got to where you are today? Sure. So I've been the director of athletics here at Kittown for three years. I'm in my third year right now. Um, I, I played sports like Marissa um, or several sports throughout, you know, when I was younger, basketball, softball. Um, and I was a college athlete at the division three level, um, in a sport and rec management major. So sort of the kind of the same following of, uh, Marissa, just different sports. Um, and I, I've been in college athletics now for close to 25 years. So I worked for 15 years at New England college, which is a small division three institution. Um, and I kind of worked my way up uh, from an intern GA position um, to the associate athletic director when I left there. Um, and I took an opportunity at Meridian University in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and as the associate athletic director there for uh, four years. Um, and now I've been at Kutztown as the athletic director for three years. So, and, and we're a division two institution. So I came from um, a division three to a division two. Um, so that's, that's pretty much my, my story. Yeah. Then is it, I mean, we're, we're all on this athlete kind of kind of roadway here. And then mm-hmm. what about, I would say, you know, athletic administration um, always kept you excited and keep going because it's, you know, whenever we do talk to an athletic director, um, and we didn't have this in the show notes, I had a feeling you were going to say a couple other colleges because everyone, it's always interesting, right, when you go to this school, then this school, then this school. Um, what about, it, like, athletic administration is just kind of, say, got you hooked? 
the student athletes, I mean, to be a part of, they're so passionate and driven. And obviously, I've been in athletics for a long time. I'm competitive. I like to win. I'll probably say that several times, right, throughout <laughs> the, the podcast. Uh, but again, like, we're really developing these students. It's, it's a very, um, you know, in, developmental pinnacle age for them. They're 18 to 21-year-olds um, learning kind of how to be on their own, but still in a protective environment. Um, and we're influential. Our coaches are very influential in this de- development, and our department mm-hmm. is very influential um, on the people that they'll become when they um, graduate. So I think it's it's really fun to watch them come in as first-year students, um, you know, maybe not sure who they are, uh, maybe not sure what their major is going to be, um, you know, kind of learning even some social um, development. And then to see them uh, grow over their four or five years and graduate and go on to careers and come back and share their stories and talk about their, you know, um, families um, and their children. And it's very fulfilling job when you kind of see the cycle through. And I think um, being part of education um, at any level, it can be transformational and just, again, really fulfilling to be part of part of that. Nice. And maybe we can go kind of along those lines and, and maybe a, a high level uh, overview of what sports look like um, at that university for you. What, what's it look like? What's the lay? What what kind of sports do you have there? And, and what are some interesting things that have kind of happened recently? Yeah. So we have 22. Uh, we sponsor 22 sports. Um, one of our most recent and, and, and a fun ad is we added acrobats and tumbling uh, three years ago. Okay. So that is a uh, emerging sport that's pretty exciting um, when you get to be a part of it and watch it. Um, but we have the traditional sports. We have uh, football, um, baseball, basketball, wrestling uh, on the men's side. Um, and then on the women's side, we have, again, basketball, field hockey, lacrosse, soccer, all, all the pretty basic ones. I think acro is kind of the outlier yeah. um, as you do an emerging sport. And we also sponsor bowling. Uh, women's bowling. So that one isn't typical um, when you look at our conference and the slate of, of sports offered, but we're a member of the Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference. So it's a pretty large conference um, with all the state uh, Pashi schools um, in the state are a member of that conference along with a couple privates. And we have Shepard um, from West Virginia. They're also in our conference. So it's a very competitive Division II conference. And then knowing that you said you're, you know, you're competitive, Renee, right? And being the athletic director of 22 different sports is crazy to think of. But um, kind of, how do you manage that? I mean, you you want to be competitive in all 22, right? And even thinking of the new and emerging ones, whether it is, I think it was aerobatics or uh, bowling. But like, how do you how do you kind of figure out time to to make sure you are competitive in all these different sports? Yeah, I mean. I have a really impressive group of coaches, to be quite honest. They are top notch. Um, I've got a lot of experienced coaches, but I've also been able to, um, you know, with acrobats and tumbling, again, a young sport. I have a younger coach, uh, less experienced, um, but I have a good mix. And I think the younger coaches um, learn a lot from my more experienced coaches. And and now I'm seeing, you know, our more experienced coaches are learning a lot from our younger coaches, um, especially with like those relationship social needs of our, of our, this generation coming up now. So I think just, Honestly, I give a lot of credit to the coaches um, in our relationship. I'm a pretty, I'm a servant leader. So if you kind of look at um, how 
like I don't really like to ask uh, a lot of our employees that I'm not willing to do or haven't done in the past sort of deal. And when all, you could ask Marissa, when all hands are on deck, all hands are on deck here. Um, we have a very small support staff and um, we just have to work closely as a team to get it done. Uh, and again, when you're talking about staying competitive, um, our coaches battle day in and day out for resources, uh, whether those are institutional or through fundraising. I think it does come down to um, resources are very hard to come by at any division two or, or specifically state institution. So you have to manage your resources wisely. And I think that's a big part of what I, what I do day in and day out. I advocate for more fundraise for more and then try to manage them to get the most out of each program. Nice. And it sounds like you've had some success recently in, in one of those programs from field hockey, right? Can you tell us a little about that? Sure. Field hockey had an amazing uh, season this year. We won uh, Kutztown University's first team national championship. Wow. So that was huge for us um, and, and just been something that has obviously helped our institution uh, regionally and nationally um, on their recruiting trail and it, and it doesn't only impact field hockey right it gets our name out there for all of our other sports um so yeah with all these different um sports going on and in, in the success of field hockey coming up here i mean we have one of these i don't know justin if i'd say selfish questions but we always wonder right which uh, which sports or where do you have different displays or scoreboards located at and i think that'll kind of tie in uh back to you marissa then is how do you operate and run with all these different sports yeah, so uh, I run the scoreboard at our Andre Reed Stadium. It's brand new this year, uh, so we just got it. So that's been fun, like figuring out how to use it, how to operate it, and how to like teach other people so that it's not just like a one-person job. Um, that's been really fun. It's been getting me used to like all my Adobe products and just becoming comfortable creating graphics and creating motion graphics and uploading and just editing anything that the football team or anything that the field hockey team wants. Yeah, and thinking, I think you said at the beginning too, Marissa, right, is that it seems like, you know, Renee kind of got you into this, let's say, uh, career path or line of work that you're on. Could you maybe take us back and tell us, you know, how did that start up? Like, what is the story behind that? Yeah, so it was summertime. It was I was getting ready to come back to school, and I get a text from my coach here at school, and she's like, hey, can you call me, like, later today? And I was like, oh, no, like, what's happening? <laughs> got kind of scared. I was like, okay, like, yeah, coach, I'll call you. And she was like, she calls me, and she's like, hey, so, like, we have this new scoreboard. Like, Renee, like, is needing somebody to do this. And I kind of put your name out there because I know you're in this major, and I think you would really like it. Like, what do you think? And I was like, so when do I start? Like, I dove right into it. I think I emailed Renee, like, my coach was like, email her now. So I emailed her with like in the minute and I was like, Hey, like I'm in, how can I help? Like, what do I have to do? And that's how it came about. And then we waited till once I got to school, we had like a few meetings and then it pretty much was just like learning. We had a few weeks until our first football game. So it was just like, okay, what can I do? Like, what do we need going through the game day script, just like figuring everything out and the timing. And then it was just like creating media left and right and getting it uploaded and spending a lot of time in the press box. Okay. So you kind of jumped right in. It wasn't yeah. a hesitation. It was like, yes, I want to do this. So I'm, I'm kind of interested maybe from the, the school's point of view, uh, Renee, maybe you can tell us how did the video board project come about? When did, when did you decide, okay, we're going to add this video board and how did it look like that? Did you kind of maybe even have Marissa or somebody in mind when, when you were starting this? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, so 
basically what happened was we had a standard scoreboard out there. Um, it was a Dectronics board, um, but it was very, very dated and old, and there was no video. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a stagnant board, um, and it has been for my first two years here was was um, unfortunately just old and like things had to get replaced all the time. And I had a game where um, it maybe went out right before the game and uh, just not a great situation. So I had gone to our administration and said, Hey, we, you know, and they're obviously at these football games as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey, you know, we, we really need to um, have a conversation about replacing this board. Um, At the very least, the working scoreboard is, you know, we're a division two nationally ranked field hockey team, nationally ranked football team. I don't necessarily think um, a new scoreboard is, you know, out of the realm of, of possibilities here. And and the administration absolutely agreed. So that was great. And um, as we talked through what the options were, there was definitely, um, you know, my direct report, who's our vice president of communications and athletics, Matt Santos, and our president, um, you know, said, hey, why don't you check out a video board, um, see what other conference schools are doing, how they're managing the board, um, what that, you know, what that looks like uh, responsibility wise on game day and prep and and see if that's something that we could um, put in here uh, to obviously engage our fans uh, more and, and help with recruiting and the retention of our student athletes. So um, I did that. You know, we checked out some other video boards in the conference, um, what they were doing with the boards. Um, and it just seemed like the next step for that facility. Um, and we're very, very happy with the project. Um, the board fits in perfectly. Uh, I think we were concerned absolutely like any smaller institution would be. We're not big the D1 program that has several people to run uh, a board or build content. We were concerned about keep the upkeep of it um, because we just installed this board. We want to use it correctly, right? We don't want it to, to represent us poorly. So um, we were definitely overwhelmed at first, to be quite honest, but Dectronics was great with um, helping with the designs, the initial design packages and kind of really explaining how we can use it and, and giving us examples. That was amazing. I will say that, you know, after the install, the onboarding of the board was great by Dectronics. And then um, our sports information director, we have a sports information director and an assistant sports information director, and they're trying to manage 22 sports as well. So for them, asking them to build weekly content, sponsorship videos, we just knew that wasn't a fair ask. Um, So we didn't really exactly have a plan of who this was going to fall on. Um, And that's when I started asking around to my coaches. I'm like, Hey, maybe there's some student athletes on our teams that would be, you know, or sport and rec management majors. I reached out to that department and to our um, KUTV who runs that, the cinema department. And I said, Hey, does anybody have anyone who would be interested in this project? Um, I can't even say I'm willing to train because I don't know how to make a graphic, but I <laughs> have a vision. Um, and, and I just need someone to, to bring the vision kind of forward. And, uh, that's my women's cross coach, Kristen Nicholson, was like, I think I have someone for you. It's, <laughs> you know, a sophomore goalie, you know, Marissa. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know Marissa. <laughs> hey, I know her. So um, and then she reached out to me and, and we kind of ran with it. Nice. And maybe, Marissa, you said you jumped at the opportunity, too, <laughs> right? Was there something that specifically that interested you in the in this opportunity? Was it more like uh, creating the graphics or seeing them on game day or running the production or which which kind of stuck out to you? 
Um, I think it was like all of it. I need to be busy all the time. So last semester, like that was what was going to fill that like time. Like we weren't in season. I was taking 18 credits and playing a sport and that would think would fill enough time of mine, but didn't. And so I was like, this is going to be like, what's going to be my time. And like, this is what's going to be it. And this is how I'm going to like create relationships and build my network and like just have fun with it like it was something I got to do like if I was sitting in bed like I got to do it whenever so that was the nicest part like creating graphics like working with Renee like that was just so easy and it was just like so fun like as soon as I heard about it I was like looking up I was like what is Dactronics like what is the scoreboard like saw where you guys have all billboards and everything and I was like this is cool like I want to do this like what else like I don't have anything else to do like let's just do it there's no like (laughs) There's no wrong like answer on why I shouldn't have done it. So I was like, yeah, like I'll do it. Yeah. Does that uh, like creating those graphics, does that work hand in hand with, with Renee then? Or, or how do you get some approval on that? Does it come from like your marketing sponsorship team at the school or, or how does that kind of communication work? Um, a lot of emails. So it's like, I just create something up. She tells me, we run through our game day script and it's like pretty much like we need a graphic for sponsorships. We need this for football. We need this for like our concession stand like just like random like just random things to fill when like the PA is talking about it so like just to put it up on the board so we have like a visual aid so that's kind of going back and forth and then I would just go home and I would just start creating graphics and just emailing her screenshots and clips and what she thinks and then she'd just get back to me with changes and then I would upload everything the day before game and we would test everything out on the board to make sure that it was good and then come Saturday it ran seamlessly and we just I would just show up for the game make sure that our operator was all set and we'd get all the headshots going and then I was on my way. Cool. And you saying, no, you just needed to be busy was definitely something that stuck out. Was it also, I'll say, enticing the fact that this is something new, right? Like you pretty much got to set the bar and set the standard for it. Yeah, that was, yes, exactly. (laughs) That was also very fun. Like all my teammates, like I'd see pictures like from football games, I'd be up in the box and they'd be like, whoa, did you create that brag? And I was like, yes, like this is me. Like, so I have I had 30 other hype women like backing me up and my coaches <laughs> loved it and people would ask me all the time like how do you do it like what is it like so it was just a fun experience to talk about and promote and promote our athletic teams we're so successful here and they deserve like field hockey won a national championship football made it to the final four like they deserve all the hype and I'm happy that I could help just by doing it on the scoreboard. Nice get a little bit of that adrenaline going just like you went, if you were playing sports yourself like out there <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, and did this count like as a, a part-time job or, or work study or internship, or how does that kind of side of things work for you? Yeah, so it counted as a work study for me because I'm only a sophomore, so our majors require that you have to be a senior, I believe. So it just counted as a work study for me, and I would just log hours and have fun with it, and hopefully in the next few years it counts as something a little more towards my degree, internship, or something. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of real-world experience no, right kidding. there and, and getting all the background. Like you mentioned, the programs you're using and then getting to see it, and you've got you know a good reference to say, look, I've done this, and it's good. it's been seen by hundreds and hundreds of people, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. That was the best part. And I think going to uh, back to Renee a little bit too, I mean, this is something that Justin and I have discussions with, whether it's with high schools or colleges even, right? There's this – you're getting a new video board, which you were sounds like you're kind of at the grassroots of that and making sure you got a fun, like you said, start out with a functional scoreboard mm-hmm. and then grew into a video board. But 
there's all the typical things that people think of, right? The video board's going to help out with advertising revenue, can show scores and stats and all these things, live video maybe. Um, but then there's this other benefit of exactly what Marissa's talking about here is, hey, it's more than just the display. It's it's our students are getting involved, and she's getting – I mean, you're a sophomore, Marissa, and you're getting a ton of real-world experience. Um, you already said, you know, it's a lot of emails back and forth, which – I wish I would have got told a little bit more in my early years is that yeah. as soon as you say it's a lot of emails, I don't know if you agree, Renee, but it's like, yeah, that's that's a lot more corporate world type stuff is uh, <laughs> handling emails a lot. But um, just kind of bring it back, Renee, is, is what has that been like to see that, all right, now you got this board, but there's this other side that plays like an educational role with the students. Right. It kind of goes back to like the beginning of, you know, why we're here and what the higher level looks like, right? Like uh, it's an opportunity to provide um, student athletes with that experiential learning, um, which I think is a very important part of college. And, um, you know, one of the best moments and, and Marissa, I don't know if you'll remember this moment, but as, as an educator, um, one of the best moments was I was up in the press box and we were getting like pummeled by rain, right? Like pummeled and we're all up there soaking. I think I was chasing down a, a tent at some point flying through the, the stadium <laughs> and, um, we didn't have necessarily a graphic for a rain delay or a whatever. And there, Marissa's up in the box and and she had another um, person that would sometimes help her out. Um, and they just like kind of made a cool little graphic and put it up in the stadium about, you know, it was a thunder and lightning and we had to clear the stadium. And, and they just kind of did it on the fly and put it up there. They didn't ask me if I was okay with it and um, or anything that, and I absolutely was. And I just, I enjoyed the fact that they, felt empowered and had the autonomy and they had obviously at that point built the trust with me that they could go ahead and do that on their own. And, and that meant a lot to me as an administrator and educator, and they probably had no idea about that. Right. (laughs) So I think those are like the things that like, I was proud of them in that moment um, for just going with it. Um, And again, I had trust in them to put up the appropriate content. You know, there's a training period that, you know, Marissa had to go through with that. And and uh, we had had meetings prior and and conversations prior and and game day stuff. But sometimes, like even in the real world, things happen at your job and you have to react. You can't get approval or you can't um, necessarily take, you know, get a lot of feedback on it. You just kind of have to, you know, go with it and use your best judgment and make the decision you think that is best and they did it in that moment and I was really proud of them. So I feel like that kind of summarizes like what it means um, to have this opportunity. Yeah, learning and getting comfortable enough to have that natural reaction of this is what we need to do right now and we can put this up and, and know that it's it's okay. This is what we should be doing and this is what they're okay with and what they want actually that that announcement. So that's that's awesome to hear. And, yeah, and the empowering is what I like yeah. what you said there too. That's exactly what that is. Yes. That's awesome to hear. Yes. And you know, we've been talking about the the video board and that's for field hockey, right? Is there is there other sports at the stadium too and and does the graphics that you're creating Marissa kind of go to to other sports on campus? Yeah, so while our football team um, plays also on that stadium, it's named after one of our football alumni, Andre Reed. Mm-hmm. But we, so I create graphics uh, for both. Like we have the generic concession stands and when our dance team comes out and cheer team and all of that. But then otherwise, each has their own individual like tailored graphics. Like for football, we have like game day sponsorships, sponsor of the week, uh, restaurant of the week. So we have different sponsorships and advertisements that go up on the board for each game. But for the most part, there's cross crossovers but for specific like game day actual statistics and everything they each have their own which was created 
Yeah, and I'm thinking maybe even just the overall view of the control room too. Uh, is it? Is it? I know there's other people probably in there with you, right? But like, how how many operators are there? Who does what? As soon as content's created, is there a display operator? Is there someone doing like the timing kind of? How do you? How does the control room kind of look from a high level? Yeah, so um, I would go in on. I'd create the content all week. I'd go in and on fr- Friday morning and upload it. Make sure it all tests out while nobody's out in the field because we don't want to test it the day before a game for football. We don't want to test it like while they're warming up, put up graphics or anything in case like if there was like a oh we won or you won type of thing like when it came down to the entered championships. So we test them all on Friday and then. Come Saturday morning, I'd go up and after practice, go up into the box, make sure that they had their um, captain's graphic because we didn't get that until like an hour before the game. So I'd put the captain's graphic up and then I'd work alongside our football operator, which was Andy. And he would I just tell him the location of everything. And then he was all set. He would uh, put up live uh, live TV replays back up onto the board. So he would do all that. And sometimes I would stay and help him and call out like, oh, that was our quarterback. Oh, that was the running back. Oh, interception. So he just could focus on those um, computer and put it right up onto the board without actually having to watch the game. For field hockey, on the other hand, it was just me. I'd go up there and just run it as it came about. I'd work alongside with our sports information directors as they would call stuff out and call out goals and stuff. They'd kind of help me making sure I put up the right people on the board and making making sure I put up the right graphics as they're calling it out over the speakers. But other than that, it was kind of like a solo job other than some help when it got busy right before football games. Nice. So I, I got to know for you and when, when you're actually doing this, what's, what's the experience like? Is it like that <laughs> adrenaline rush of, Hey, I've, I've worked and made all these graphics all week and now I finally get to see them or what's it like for you? Yeah, it definitely like gets exciting to see them up, especially if I'm not in the booth and not working the game for some reason. It's like so exciting to see it and like see it actually live and see it as if as if I was a spectator. But when it comes like game time and I'm in the booth like working, it, your heart races. You're like, make sure it goes up on time. Make sure the player that goes on the board gets enough screen time so that like people can see it and be like, oh, like that's this player. Oh, like. So they can really get like yeah, our student athletes can really get the recognition that they deserve up on the board. So that's the fun part. Um, just working alongside with our PA and getting like all the graphics up, like it's just like a such like a time crunch thing. So to do it, gets your, it's just like fun to get it going and like make sure everything goes up and runs smoothly. That's awesome. And, and thinking about just because Justin and I are in marketing, is it? I mean, you, you've kind of had a clean slate to start with. Anything? Are you given like? kind of school brand guidelines to make sure everything looks similar kind of how does that work with the content you create yeah so i just stick to like our color codes and Mm -hmm. pretty much just general generic backgrounds don't use any like other school uh, don't use any other school logos unless it's like for a matchup graphic or something Mm -hmm. but keep it to our maroon color code make sure you have the right numbers make sure you have like the right color codes for both of that and then making sure we use our logos that are approved which you can get right through the school website we have a whole little booklet that i would like became my best friend i memorized all the color codes there you go nice just using all that to make sure like it matches and just creating like i'm trying to think of a word but just trying to create like so it all looks like united so like too many not too many graphics look so different from one another so that we have like our own brand on the board so it looks mm-hmm. all the same and it looks like good together if as you flip from one graphic to another yeah like a nice cohesive presentation there, there you for go. you yeah that's awesome yes, correct yeah so <laughs> so now that you kind of i don't know you've more than dipped your toe into this is this something that you're looking to do as more of like a, a career going forward i mean you're 
you've got a couple years left, right? Is that kind of something you're going to look towards in the future? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've definitely looked at it for other internships, like for the summers, and I've been like looking at it, how to do it. I've been on a big kick of watching 24 hours before NFL games and watching and seeing how they do it and how <laughs> what they are putting up on their board and how their person runs their show. So that's been fun. And just getting other media ideas and looking like how can I take this to the next step and how like after I graduate from Kutztown, like what's next and putting that into perspective, like I only I'm halfway done. And so I need to start to like think about that. And it's just definitely something I've been looking forward to and looking into more. Yeah, and I gotta imagine. I was gonna ask. We we somehow find a way to bring up this term in every episode. Is the it started with the Dactronics curse, but now I think it's just the sports industry curse, as you already said. Now, when you watch other things, you can't mm-hmm. help but think of how would I do this or do that. The example I've used several times is I go to a NBA game with friends, and I'm like, "Oh, is that a four millimeter center hung up there? That looks really nice," you know. And they're like, "Shut up, Matt. <laughs> just watch the game. I don't care." Um, you kind of mentioned you kind of do that watching already twenty four like right before an NFL game. I would say, uh, Renee, do you have that a little bit too? Like when you go to other schools and see other video boards or content on things, are you now that you got this nice new video board, are you kind of always having that kind of in the back of your head thinking of how could I use this at my school? Oh, absolutely. I think we do that with everything, right? When you go into a facility, you, you kind of recognize what people are doing well and and how can I steal that, right? Um, I went to, I took my kids to a Villanova UConn women's basketball game last night at Villanova and they, they're light show is amazing and they portray like the the faces of the starting lineups on the floor and my kids oh. are like you do that i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like, I, my kids have been trained um to pick out you know highlights at different facilities and say hey you should bring that to good sound so um yeah no i think it's part of the fan experience and and uh and again it goes back to student athlete retention and recruitment too so everybody wants uh the nice new shiny thing and uh they want you know what looks good on social media and and the mm-hmm. it's a it's a show right um that we play the game because we love it but there's definitely a show going on as well so yeah i definitely i steal stuff all the time <laughs> yeah and i mean maybe without giving too much away is there, is there thoughts of like expanding and doing similar things at other sports venues on campus for for the other uh events that you have right i think ultimately i'd love uh to have video boards throughout um again it comes down to uh financing and resources Mm -hmm. i think it would benefit we have another turf field um that is the home of our women's soccer and our women's lacrosse program um that would be a a really useful um for us uh to have video boards out at that or a video board out there um you know and we uh, we have the indoor facilities as well with no video boards that we could definitely benefit uh especially on the sponsorship piece and just again creating that that fan and student athlete experience. So, um, yeah, I think this was a trial and it's going well so far. Um, so I think that that would also make administration, um, and our support staff more opening open to moving forward with other facilities in the future. I will say, I have to get this in here that we are, we're 16 and one with the video board. Wow. <laughs> okay. So I just want to say, since we've got the video board, um, at home, field hockey was ten and one, and football was six and zero with two NCAA wins. Wow! So I think that's a that's a selling point, right, for administration? Yeah, yeah I would say that's obviously yeah. the video board is a big reason. Yeah, yeah and of course the <laughs> graphics that Marissa's creating for yeah, us as well, right? You can bring it to the lacrosse field. I won't mind. 
I was going to say, you'll get no arguments here if you want to video board at every spot there on campus for us. But um, no, this is definitely uh, just kind of cool to find out. And it's one of those, um, we always, sometimes we interview people maybe when they're in their first year of the board, right? And then sometimes we talk to people afterwards because you're kind of finding out a lot right now by just, you know, jumping in the deep end, trying to learn to swim. And it sounds like you guys are crushing it. Um, Is there anything you kind of have, I don't know, that you have in mind for next year at all? Like, is there any ideas you've seen that you want to implement that you can tease at? Or, Renee, is there something that, you know, sponsors or alumni, now that they know you have a video board, want to see certain things for next year? Huh. I mean, that's a good question. I haven't had a chance. Honestly, I think that's that's a good question for, for both Marissa and myself to mm-hmm. really talk about how we can use the board. Now that we have an understanding of the board, what is our next step? How yeah. do we make it? better right um and how do we improve it for next year and i'm really excited that marissa is uh doing some work in the off season checking out the nfl stuff um so that's <laughs> really positive i think one of the other things our coaches just actually recently brought up in a, in a staff meeting was using the board to promote our intern like other events that we're having fundraising wise like camps and clinics like how using it to reach out to the community to, to our golf tournaments our camps and clinics um which is an area which i had never even thought of mm-hmm. um at the time because we do have a lot of community members that come to those games nice and, and maybe this kind of leads into that what advice would you give uh, another school that's kind of in your similar situation looking to implement a, a video board Um, I think it's obviously intimidating if you don't have any other video board and you don't have video board experience. Um, So I I think it's definitely it's intimidating to take on, but I it's not impossible to figure out. Right. So you might seem overwhelmed, but if you just take it piece by piece um, again, Dextronics was very supportive um, on the onboarding during the onboarding process. Um, So just be reassured that they're not just going to flop down this video board and like leave you out here with so they you use it they want to see it present well on your campus right mm-hmm. um they're they're vested into it so i think just remember that um that there is support there and uh it's it's definitely worth it and also just bite off what you can chew right so maybe start small i i think our conversations earlier with marissa were um it doesn't have to be i, I want it to be done well so mm-hmm. don't let's not take on too much where we're kind of it's not a high quality. Um, and as we figure out, we can continue to add each week to that. And that was kind of our strategy. Um, and, and honestly, I think that worked well. Uh, I could kind of throw it to Marissa on that one as well. Yeah, I definitely think like that helped because it was like the first week back on campus. It was like, all right, let's just figure this board out and let's just have me test the board with some just generic stuff. And that definitely helped. And then as each week I went to Renee and I was like, I want more. Like, what can we do this I've got it. Like, so now what's next? And I think by week, I don't even know, by the last coming weeks of football, we had a video board for almost every P we had a video graphic for almost every PA announcement. And we really had everything down to like the second and how we could get a visual aid for everything that was being said. That's awesome. And definitely something to Renee, right. Is, is the getting the students involved. I can tell you from Justin, and I have talked to a, a lot of different customers over the years from all the different levels. And it's, I can't say your advice would be to to find another Marissa because this what, all the stuff you're doing is definitely unique. I haven't. Mm-hmm. It's very rare to hear of someone, especially a sophomore level, diving in and, and performing this well. But I mean, that's something as well, right? When you get these video boards, I think I said it earlier too. But just the student involvement with it, and whether you go on to continue to do this type of work, Marissa, or 
if it's anything at all, I mean, the skills you're learning right now can be applied anywhere. Even just your quick rattling off of a brand guideline and a book that you memorize color <laughs> numbers for, like that's a that's a marketing thing. Justin and I know that could go anywhere with marketing. That's a very solid thing. But um, maybe just talk a little bit to kind of help us close out here too, a little bit, Renee, of how do you involve students and then the benefit that that provides also when coming uh, with a new video board? Yeah, so I hope, obviously, um, to continue to create a relationship with our sports management program and our cinema area, because I think that those students are, you know, interested in athletics and also interested um, in that marketing production area. Um, I think what's also important to recognize, especially for Marissa, is on top of all of that that she's learning, right, about you're talking about colors and logos and all that stuff. I mean, she's really learning uh, to work with coaches um, and administrators and other members of our community. Um, she has to ask them questions and get feedback from them and really have some, some probably some tough conversations um, with some of them when they want something that she, we don't approve or she can't provide. So she's learning a lot of like social skills as well, or good, um, you know, work skills that will be handy in the workforce as she proceeds. So I'm, I'm impressed with Marissa and how she handles it. Obviously, if I had 200 Marissas, it would be amazing. But I know <laughs> that's, that's the <laughs> advice. They'll find 200 Marissas. That'll definitely you help go. you out. <laughs> we'll be all set with the world if we can find 200 Marissas. But, uh, I think continuing to kind of cultivate those relationships. Sometimes student athletes don't realize an opportunity is there until someone recognizes it. Right. So. I asked my coach, my coach recognized that Marissa had the skill and talent and thought she would work well with uh, with me and with the coaches, right? So I think sometimes the network kind of has to work. Mm -hmm. um, and I think my job is to continue to keep asking the coaches, hey, do you have anyone? Um, or keep asking student athletes like Marissa, hey, do you know of anyone that's like also interested in what you're doing? Um, maybe they want to train under you for a couple of years. And then when you're gone, they'll be ready. And you kind of get that whole cycle going. Yeah. So I think that's really important. Like if Marissa has a positive experience with us here, um, you know, she's going to talk it up and um, talk like to other teammates or other athletes or other sport and rec management majors. And then they'll reach out and say, Hey, I'm interested in that experience. What do you think? Can I do it? I was going to say, that's the benefit of at least Marissa being a sophomore. It's not to like, yeah. like, like you're saying, already having to train others and kind of show what she's doing, that definitely helps. At least they're going to be there for a, a couple more years instead of, say, if you're a senior right now, and then all of a sudden you're gone right away, it's going to be hurry up and tell us everything you know before you graduate. But. Yeah, and there's there's all these these benefits, these additional benefits we've been talking about. It's not just the the video board and, and the fans that see it. It's it's all the experience on the background, um, the student involvement and engagement with, with the student athletes and and all that extra that goes into it so um it's been great to hear about that today and and marissa and renee thank you for coming on and, and sharing your stories with us and and hearing what what you're doing here at Cootstown university thank you for having us yeah thank you thank you for listening to this episode of the dectronics experience podcast please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes 